Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're feeling well and uh, rested, at ease. <clears throat> I read the 16 steps of the Anapanasati last night and I described how can you okay I'll speak louder thank you uh, I read the 16 steps of the Anapanasati last night and I described uh, how they are four tetrads so uh, tetrad is a group of four and uh, four four verses of four steps each so in total 16 steps and these 16 steps give us a kind of map of our practice um, they, they give us a kind of map of how how practice can unfold. Uh, they kind of show us the territory of meditation practice. So we get to know by, by going through each of the 16 steps, we get to know kind of a, a sense of, well, what, what is possible in our meditation practice? How can it unfold? What are these uh, discoveries, these uh, experiences, these um, liberations that can come about in our practice? There's an expression that the map is not the territory. And so we are Given, given a kind of a, a, a sense of what all the places are that we can discover, uh, they may not unfold in that order. Uh, they probably will probably jump from place to place in our practice. And that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, and um, we, you know, we, so in our, in our practice of the Anapanasati, the point is not to make our practice conform to those 16 steps as they're described. And they're not described very much, pretty succinct, right? And, and so it's not to shape our experience to those pithy little steps, but rather to discover what those steps are, what those, uh, what's named those um, different unfoldings, different uh, deepenings of practice are in our own experience. So there is a, a certain progressive uh, quality to them in that each step does create the conditions for the next step to come into being, for those developments to emerge and to manifest. And um, 
But uh, on the other hand, it's not helpful to say, okay, now I've been, you know, breathing in and breathing out, um, and and feeling my whole body, uh, but I'm not. It's my body doesn't feel calm. So, what's wrong with me? So, so it's it's really to to see how it unfolds in your experience, and and to just. I'm going to take us, I'm going to guide us through each of these steps. Um, but then, as you practice, you know, I, I really encourage you to take the time to really get to know each step. So today I'm going to work on the first, I'm going to lead a, a guided meditation on the first tetrad. So we'll, we'll be listening to uh, four steps. So, um, so let the teachings illuminate what's actually happening. Um, you know, one of the one of the images that I thought of as I was preparing this retreat was um, you know, I walk on the mountain a lot with my dog, and there are a lot of trails. And, um, and it took me a while to get to know the trails. Uh, so, so sometimes, you know, if I would take a turn, I'd feel what, I didn't know where I was. Um, and, uh, you know, and that, you know, it's okay. It's, uh, it's just mountain in Montreal, so it's fine. But, but I didn't know how things fit together. And as I you know, did more and more walking on the mountain, I I really began to see how they fit together. So, so you know, I I didn't kind of keep taking the same route. I I felt you know I could take this turn or that turn, and uh, and so having a mental map of all the trails gave me a better idea of what was available, you know, where, where I could go. And, and it's, it's similar in this way, I think, that having an understanding of the map gives you a sense of, well, what are the possibilities? You know, there are, you know, perhaps um, developments that I, I never would have thought of without hearing them, hearing about them in the discourse. And the Dharma is like that. In, I mean, I really, in a way, all of the discourses are kind of maps. And they, they point to, you know, well, you know, watch out for this. You know, you might notice uh, there's a beautiful pond over there. You know, or there's a magnificent tree that if you, um, if you didn't know it was there, you might never find. Um, so this, you know, this shared wisdom and shared experience uh, helps us to discover a bigger world. So I'm going to read um, the, the way I'll approach this every afternoon is that I'm going to read the tetrad 
that we're working on, and in, in this case, it's the breath and the body. And then today I'll, I'll just start with guiding us in, but then tomorrow and, and the next days, I will go back to the beginning and guide us quickly through the body so that we're kind of, we're not just jumping to the second and third tetra and so on, but we're kind of going step by step, but we'll go quickly step by step. I'll review the steps. So the Buddha begins after the opening gathering I, I described where he says what a wonderful and harmonious and, and profound gathering uh, they, they were creating and participating in. And, and one of the things Gil Fronsdale says that it's, it's a real uh, image of unity, it's a real image of, of harmony, of people coming together um, from different practices, different uh, places, and and practicing peacefully together. Uh, so it's it's a it's a beautiful image, and and the Buddha is addressing them now at the end of four months of practice. And how is mindfulness of breathing in and out of great fruit and of great benefit when cultivated and made much of? Here, having gone to the wilderness, a foot of a tree or an empty building, one sits down with legs crossed and body erect. Establishing mindfulness to the forefront, always attentive, one breathes in with mindfulness and breathes out with mindfulness. <clears throat> breathing in long, one knows I am breathing in long. Breathing in short, one knows I am breathing in short. Breathing out long, one knows I am breathing out long. Breathing out short, one knows I am breathing out short. One trains oneself, breathing in, I experience the whole body. One trains oneself, breathing out, I experience the whole body. One trains oneself, breathing in, I calm the body bodily formation. One trains oneself, breathing out, I calm the bodily formation. So if you haven't already taken a posture for meditation, please, please do so. Feel the body stable balanced, resting on the earth,
letting the body settle and bringing an uprightness to the spine, lifting from the base of the spine through the crown of the head. And bringing mindfulness to the fore. Calling forth that quality of mind, that quality of attention, which is in the present moment, is aware that, that it is aware. Not judging, not needing to fix any of our experience, allowing experience to be what it is. Present, attentive, open. And so bring the quality of investigation to that state of mindfulness. What is mindfulness in your experience? How does it feel? Does it feel steady? Does it feel open? Does it feel soft? Does it feel deep? How would, how would you describe it in your experience? So breathing in and breathing out, know that you're breathing in and out. Notice how the breath can collect the attention. So as you breathe, feel the whole breath and gather in the, the scatteredness, the fragmented quality of the mind. Gather it into each in and out breath. Give space to your experience. Within the mindfulness of breathing, give space to perhaps feel certain qualities in the body, perhaps 
sleepiness or tiredness. And as you breathe in and out, bring a quality of energy to that experience of breathing in and breathing out. So the next steps say to notice if the breath is long or short, the in and the out breaths, if they're long or short. And most teachers say that this is really a shorthand to really investigate what are the qualities of the breath. Not only is it long or short, but where do you feel it? Where do you feel the beginning of the in-breath? Where do you feel the middle of the in-breath? And where do you feel the end of the in-breath? Does it start at the upper chest? Does it move down as you finish the in-breath. Could be anything. The same with the space between the in and the out-breath. Notice how it feels. Is there a contracting as you move from the in-breath to the out-breath? And notice where you feel the beginning of the outbreath, in the middle and the end. Each breath could be different. Bring curiosity and interest to this simple action, so essential to our lives. Is there some place in the in or the out breath or this one of the spaces where the out-breath comes to an end and the next in-breath begins. Is there any place along that cycle that feels contracted? Does the breath feel contracted or easeful? smooth or rough. (laughs) 
What is the texture? <coughs> what is the texture of the breath? So we're not judging or trying to conform the breathing to what you believe it should be. So some teachers say it gets longer as the mind becomes more settled. Others say it gets shorter. So what's your experience? You might notice that as you move through the practice, the breath changes as your mind becomes perhaps more settled. And maybe if your mind drifts away and you come back to mindfulness, maybe you take an involuntary long breath as you as you settle again just be aware of how it unfolds so as we follow the breath into the body let your breath show you where your mind and body is contracted, maybe around the upper chest. Bring mindfulness there. Not trying to fix it, but just bringing interest and care to where we're holding. Notice if bringing interest and really getting curious about the breath arouses energy. If you notice that's true in your experience, see if you can discover the way it happens, how you experience it.
Perhaps you experience a sense of being breathed. You as a separate self are not making yourself breathe. Your body has evolved to breathe. It's how life happens in your body. Let go of controlling and just let breathing happen. Letting go of controlling does not at all mean losing mindfulness. As your attention becomes fairly steady with the breathing, and so it may or may not be at this moment, but I'm going to go on to the next step. So as your attention becomes fairly steady with the breathing, bring into the forefront of your attention a sense of the whole body, a sense of the whole body sitting. And let the breathing, the awareness, the rhythm of the breathing, kind of move to the periphery, move to the background. And let just this sense of sitting in embodied awareness come to the forefront. It's a quality of awareness in which we are present with the energy of the body. As I was talking about earlier today, mindful of the body in the body. So that sense of aliveness in the body and just um, Resting in that, resting in that embodied awareness, not losing contact with the in and the out breath, but letting it go into the background. The breath in the background gives us that continuity of attention, like a drumbeat, bringing us back again and again. Resting in the whole body. 
feeling the whole body, mindful of the body in the body. Sense of unity of mind and body. That awareness is steady and present and embodied. unity of the whole experience, air, breath, consciousness, co-arising, no separation. Scan through the body, feeling the body from the inside feeling the energy of the body, not a minute scan of each little um, tiny place in the body, but more a broad sweeping the body with mindfulness. And notice if there are places that feel dense, tight, closed, Perhaps in the throat, or the chest, or the belly, perhaps in the jaw. Not struggling with those places. Simply giving them space with gentle acceptance inhabiting the body from inside. Calming the body, settling, letting go of inner grasping, a sense of holding on to the body, 
we're not separate from all of life. And so there's no need to hold on to ourselves. We are part of everything. Letting go with the whole body. A sense of stillness and spaciousness. Calming the body formation. Continue practicing with the first tetrad. You may find yourself going back to simply know, noticing the in and the out breath. That's fine. You may find yourself investigating the characteristics of the breath. Where you feel it, what it feels like. Also fine. 
You may find yourself resting in a sense of whole body awareness, a kind of open, spacious presence in the body. Good, that's fine. And you also might find yourself, as you are present in the body, just letting go of tension, relaxing. Good.
We have a walking meditation now. As you practice the walking meditation, I invite you to um, explore how the breath and the walking um, intersect. Uh, so, um, so one thing I suggest that you not do is control the breathing to conform with the walking. But you might notice how in the space of an in-breath or an out-breath, maybe you, um, you do a left and a right, or maybe you do two steps, left, right, left, right, depending on the speed that you're walking. So um, it's a way of bringing the breathing, mindfulness of breathing, into your walking practice. And some people find that it really helps to collect their attention. Uh, some people find that it becomes uh, kind of a, a, an obstacle or it feels awkward or uh, it's, it's too much, you know, like just want to be with the walking uh, or just with the breathing. So, um, so explore that a little bit and see what it is for you. Uh, see if it's helpful to connect the breathing and the walking. So we'll be back here at 3.30, I believe. So enjoy your walking. Uh-huh.